You are. No, don't do that with your legs. <laughs> Thank you. I get it. We no, appreciate I it. it. I get it. That was nice of you. I feel like there's people. Are you? Are you? Are you waiting? This. Are you waiting to come in? Oh, there's a giant fucking line for the bathroom right now. <laughs> well, let's all get real quiet. So we can make sure yeah. to keep tabs on what's going on over there. Yeah. I won't do that. Don't you do guys, that. I'm Cameron Esposito. Hello. That's Cameron Esposito. <laughs> Guess what? I'm Rhea Butcher. That's Rhea. Hello. I hope you can see me in my outfit. I cannot believe you made that joke. You can't? Yeah, no, I can't because you are a professional stand-up comic. Come on. Is my dad writing for you now? <laughs> yeah, he sent me that one this morning. I was like, that one right up yeah, top. you're gonna keep it. Gotta tell that dad joke right away. Yeah, I love it. Um, oh, <laughs> that's what we can talk about. Because, you know... Dad what, jokes? Yes! <laughs> yeah. Um, what happens is... Four seconds before we're about to come on stage, Rhea and I turn to each other and we go, "What are we gonna talk about?" Every week, and then don't we always, give away our secret. Yeah, we have planned this for and, months. Yeah, we've been playing this. This is all written. Um, I knew they would be at the bathroom. This is their plants. This is audience plants. This is like Gallagher, where there's a lot of props, and those are our props. Um, they're people. They're people. Yeah, they're people. Props are people too. Uh, yeah, get in here. Relax. Sit on down. Perfect. Enjoy it. <laughs> uh, oh, because we were, we saw a baby over the weekend. Oh, yeah, we did see a baby. I forgot about it. Do you guys know what we're talking that's, about? Babies? That's how into babies I am. I completely forgot about them. <laughs> yeah. Um, we saw a baby over the weekend that was so little. It was one of those really little ones. <laughs> yeah, it was like, a real tiny baby. Just right fresh out. It's like a new brain. Kind of pretty new. new. What? Huh? What were you going to say? I said pretty new. Oh. I, I was going to say like a new, and then I was going to figure out what I was going to say next. Yeah, well, what were I you going to say? Right. Um, bread. <laughs> what I was going to say was like a new bread. You know, like a new bread. And that doesn't make sense, so that's why I was like, what were you going to say? Yeah. I was just going to say pretty new baby. Yeah. That makes sense. Pretty new baby. It was um, it was a cute little hello. <laughs> yeah, it's. I think that's. Just, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. Everybody. Yeah, I think you're right fine. to do that. Oh, and then even there. Hello. Yeah, perfect. Thank you for your flexibility. Yeah. Yeah. Thank oh, you. I think that's cool. Everything's great. Um, how are you? Yeah, you finally got here and you can relax. I'm. <laughs> 
Bang. And start is the best accidental put down. <laughs> Pretty I know new that baby. you were trying to be supportive and you were like, no, 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 eyes off me. Go ahead and start. But we've been out here doing jokes that weren't working. <laughs> uh, should we start, you guys? Should we, get, should we start? <laughs> I don't know, audience. Should we start? Yes. Yeah, there we go. Unified. Finally, some unity. On a day like today, we need unity. Maybe we'll start here, and then we'll yeah, get yeah. to the bread baby. We've had a weird day. <laughs> Classic bread baby. We've had a weird day um, in that the a fish... Now, peep... What? People have been... Where are you? What I'm going to say I want to know which direction. Well, I, what I'm going to say, Rhea... Yes? Did you read the news today? today? Oh, oh boy. Yeah. Um, that should have gotten a bigger laugh. Are you guys all 15? They're really What's young. Happening? They don't know that's a song. They don't know it's, it's okay. a song. Um, Holy shit. You read shit. the news today. Oh, boy. And... <laughs> Yesterday, I bet we were all like, well, we're probably going to hear about how an airline Uh is beating the shit out of its paying customers. Out of paying customers? Yeah. For at least 18 hours. Yeah. That's probably going to probably stay in the news cycle. I mean, here, an airline I, beating the shit out of paying customers. I thought we were going to talk about Pepsi being stupid for a while. But I bet Pepsi then United thought, was like, hang on a second. Yeah. Actually, they were like, don't hang on a second. <laughs> yeah. Because we're going to drag you out of here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I bet we all thought, well, that seems like big news. But then you forgot about the president. Yeah. <laughs> Which is almost and impossible to do. You also forgot about the former White House Easter Bunny, Sean Spicer. <laughs> yeah. I hope everyone has seen that photo because that is the only way I picture him ever. Some people think of him as Melissa McCarthy. That's great. But if you have not seen the photo of Sean Spicer as the White House Easter Bunny standing next to George Bush with his little Easter Bunny hat off or head, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> smiling to the camera with a cottontail, you should see it. Yes, he, he worked his way up. And <laughs> Yeah. Yes, he did. You know, I mean, I think like he worked his way up. He worked his way up and I think is being rewarded for his ability to do his job. Yeah, he worked his way up from bunny to dummy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm angry. It's hard to make jokes. No, I thought that worked. I thought it worked. I was just given it a minute to go. Yeah. I I was really, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was really just you were really, I was just yeah. trying to go. Uh-huh. Well, would you say whatever you were, Conan said? Would you, you know? say you were you were egging them on? Oh no! <laughs> Thank you. Oh no! Thank you. Thank you. Oh no! 
You know, in the podcast version of this will come out in uh, three days. So that'll shut up. Fuck you. That's I was gonna do something that was actually like biblically Christian, and I forgot that <laughs> that might be a little much. It's a bunny crown. Mm-hmm. It's a bunny. Does crown? my mic sound very weird to yeah. anybody else? What's going on with this? Can we do like a little? I either sound loud or. Slightly operatic. Whoa. Yeah, there's a real... What happened to me? <laughs> yeah, there's a real... Um, I got real small wonder all of a sudden. Auto-tune on my mic right sure, now, yeah. I think. Um, anyway. Which I do not need because I have perfect pitch. Yeah. Um, you have NPR voice. Yeah, I do have NPR voice. Except See? when I'm screaming. Can you say, yeah, I do have NPR voice one more time? Can I hear it one more time? I just want to hear it one more time. Yeah, I do have NPR voice. Um... <laughs> Actually, I will Watch say... Watch Nina Totenberg. She's coming for you. <laughs> I don't know if I have NPR voice only because I have so much um, moisture in my mouth. <laughs> the worst thing in the world is that everybody's mouths are always dry. It stresses me out. Oh, on NPR. Move the mic back or sure. take a sip of water. Yeah. Hold that cough button. It's so smacky. Take Stop a little sip of water. So the news is not that important. I know. It needs to sound smacky. Put some lip gloss on what why did i say lip gloss <laughs> chapstick is what i meant i've yeah, never yeah. used lip gloss in my life come on cherry glazer put on some lip smackers <laughs> she, what that she sounds like a, a lip smacker laser <laughs> yeah. did you yeah. get it yeah i did yep got it what cherry oh, blazer we're yeah, in a cherry no, blazer you anyway. weren't sure uh-huh sometimes when now People have been saying... Many people? Many people have been saying that this administration seems to be... Mm, I like to call it a regime, but that go this ahead. This regime uh, seems to be Nazi-like. You know, they, oh, they yeah, know yeah, that. Yeah. Like, they know that. That's a thing yeah. that they're hearing. Nazi-esque. I don't know which of those is more appropriate. Literally none of them. To be a Nazi. Yeah. Um... <laughs> They know that. Uh And I feel like if you know that about yourself, (laughs) like if that's one of the biggest things that you're hearing, um, don't deny the Holocaust. Do you guys know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) On, does anyone know what I'm talking about? Like it's just like if you're, if people are like, you're a Nazi, and you're like, nah, can you prove there were Nazis? Oh no, that's the wrong (laughs) Yeah, 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 maybe don't, that's not the approach. And, um, I said something right after that. You know what's going on with uh, the dummies that have that live in the White House now? Yeah, yeah. The, the du- well, they don't really live there. <laughs> Occasionally, they show up for a photograph and then they leave. That's right. <laughs> yeah, they have like a .gov address, but yeah, yeah, yeah. sort of. And then um, they, they use an AOL email, but <laughs> don't worry about that. Yeah. Not a problem. Um... Those folks are, they are not politicians. They're not career politicians. I mean, right. Sean Spicer is a career bunny turned politician. <laughs> Hopping his way up. Am I ever going to stop talking about the, this election and how people framed Hillary Clinton as a robot that had no way of emoting? No, I'm never going to stop talking about that. Because do you know what she was? Fucking 
prepared to speak in a way that doesn't burn the entire country to the ground on a daily fucking basis. That is what happens when you spend a lifetime trying to figure out yeah. which words to say, and so you're constantly metered in your speech. Right. What people liked about Donald Trump, oh, he's a real loose cannon. Mm. You know what a loose cannon does? It fucking shoots the ship. <laughs> that it's loosely attached to. It's not on the ship. It yeah. falls it goes like this. in the ocean, <laughs> or it shoots the fucking ship. You can't use it for defense, or there's a fucking hole in your boat. The boat doesn't work anymore. You need a fucking tight cannon. <laughs> and a, aimable, like an aimable yeah. cannon. You a know tight what I'm saying? cannon in a motherfucking pantsuit. That's what you need. <laughs> a cannon that like is actually a cannon, not like a yeah. Nerf gun. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's the other thing. A Nerf gun with a... Drain the swamp of cannons! Put in Nerf guns! No! No! A Nerf gun with a nuclear missile in it. Right. It's a Nerf gun with a nuke that is aimed back at the boat. So, you guys... This is why people need to... This is why... There are politicians. Do you know? Because when people talk about the phrase, a phrase that I hear people uh, bulk at, and by people I mean <laughs> white men, um, <laughs> is politically correct. Like that's a thing that's happening. Is people are oh stop oppressing me? <laughs> Be so politically correct. They do sound just they like sound that. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why my dude has a hand on his yeah. wit, like uh, is that that's what Arms tough guys and bouncing. Yeah. Hey, hey hey I'm a guy alright <laughs> shut up I'm a guy um, I love that you're throwing your bangs back on that too just like up. shut up I'm a guy shut up shut up I'm a guy <laughs> We didn't even talk about how over the weekend you headlined at the improv for the first time and somebody, some... This was very cool. She sold it out. And that somebody yelled, you were like, I look very young. That's a thing about me. And then you were going to go into your chunk of jokes about being young. That's a thing about me. And somebody in the audience yelled out, Justin Bieber, which is, by the way, a stupid fucking thing to say to a lesbian. Even if you yourself you are twelve years are late a on lesbian. that joke, yeah, stop it. Yeah, so Rhea just—it is true. Rhea just goes. <laughs> Rhea just goes. No, no. <laughs> and then you said, "I we ha- I haven't told you." Then you said, "He stole my thing." Yeah, you're right. He did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is that your Justin Bieber? I'm a guy. I'm a, I'm a, hey, I'm a guy. Hey, um, I'm a guy. Who was I talking about? Oh, when people are like, fuck, fucking political correctness coming in here. Somebody tweeted at me today like, what's wrong about being politically correct? Hey. <laughs> when somebody tries to make me politically correct, well, my, what I don't like about it is that I have to be a liar because I what? can't say my real feelings. And I said to them, get it? You have a bad personality. 
Because if, like, if you're like, I want to call you names that you don't like, and I want to, like, be awful, and you're, why are you making me be cruel? No. We, I just want you to be a human. Yeah, yeah. Just don't Being, be a jerk. Be a decent person. Yeah. I, I, I relate it this way. Like, if somebody's name is Richard, and they're like, hi, my name's Richard, and then you say, hey, dick. <laughs> Just being an asshole. Yeah. That's a great point, Rita. Thank you. I thought that was a really good point. Do you know what I was going to do this whole fucking thing? When this bread baby? Oh, yeah, we started on the bread baby. Listen, we're going to get off this stage in one second, but I just wanted to tell them about my skill that happened. Oh, yeah, you do have a... Do you remember my skill? Very particular set of skills. I was holding this baby. It was very fresh. Think of bread. Oh. As fresh as that. Ooh. I don't know. Yeah, it was a freshly baked bread baby. That's exactly right. I'm, I'm liking this less and less. I was holding this little baby and it and it was it started to puke. Uh-huh. But yep. you know what I did? Spun the baby. <laughs> and the puke just went back on the baby like a cotton candy. That's what you need to do to the White House. <laughs> You just need to pick the White House up so it just pukes on itself. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a loose cannon thing. Just well, spin it around. I, I just want to, I mean, number one, sure, I can do that in a political context, but I just want everybody here to know that in, like, a personal context, the way that this helped me was that I did not get any puke on my outfit. <laughs> just all on Only the baby. Only the baby was a wreck. It was all the way around the baby. But I was wearing baby. this leather jacket, and well, I was yeah, like, you gotta ah! And I, but I but I maintained eye contact with the parents the whole time. <laughs> and it went fine. They were like, holy shit, you're really good at this. I was like, I know, give me this, baby. <laughs> like you wanted to leave with it? Well, yeah, it's hard to get a baby for us. Sure, yeah. And these were queers too, so like, I don't know what kind of work they put in. But yeah, I don't know like, what they're I know they put in work. Was. Yeah, they but did. I think I proved with my baby with my puke spin. Yeah, that, that you could just walk away with I it. I actually just deserve this baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could just take their baby. Yes. So anyway, that's one thing that I'm good at. Uh huh. Well, Ria, are you ready for a great show? Yeah, I am. <laughs> I just want to go back to the White House analogy for a second. In this world. Uh-huh. Am I big, or is the White House suddenly little? Ooh, whichever you prefer. Okay. I mean, I imagined you sort of big and omnipresent in this sort of metaphor. Oh, like I'm, like, like, I'm just like, like, like in a gaseous state or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're a like gas... A, I'm, a, I'm a super being? Yeah, you're a gaseous state. <laughs> <laughs> gaseous. <laughs> What, you don't think that's a cool thing to It's definitely like, a cool thing to say. that you want to hear from your wife? Do you know what I mean? Like, that's why I set that you up. You want me so to that call I... you gaseous? Yes, I do. <laughs> All right. Point taken. Yeah. Well, gaseous, you want to get this show started or what? <laughs> sure, yeah, I, sh- I sure do. I sure do. Are you well, guys ready for a show now? <laughs> Boy, um, do you want to introduce the first comic? Yes, what? you should. Yeah, because you have the thing. Okay, well, he's a friend of the show, and he has a show this Friday at UCB Sunset, our sister space, uh, opening for Scott Thompson. 
That's fantastic. Go to that show. Please give a warm welcome to Eddie Della Seppi. Please give it up for Eddie. Yeah. How are you guys? Not affecting me at all. (laughs) Good for my confidence. Oh, you're sitting. I thought you were leaving. Uh, (laughs) How are you guys? Good to be here. Uh, My name is Eddie. Nice to meet you guys. Uh, My mom gave me a really Hispanic name. My real name, if you look at my birth certificate, it's actually Edmundo. But I've been called Eddie since the day I was born. And there's a reason for that. Because Edmundo is too sexy of a name for a child. (laughs) That name is meant for like a romance novel cover guy. Long hair, long beard, always wearing linen for some reason. Always challenging you to dance, you know what I mean? You're never really going to see that name being beckoned by a concerned mom in a park somewhere. What would that be like? Just like, Edmundo! Has anyone seen my swarthy baby? It's about yay high with a pencil mustache and a cape? Has anyone seen my sexy little baby? That was my favorite laugh. I laugh backwards, asshole. It's an affliction. Went to laugh camp. Uh, <laughs> you guys may have noticed uh, I'm not a very tall guy. Uh, wasn't the joke. I, uh, <laughs> I've got little legs. Don't stare. I, uh, <laughs> I learned the hard way that I don't have very long legs. I had these jeans that I needed to get hemmed. Uh, this new dry cleaners opened up across the street from my apartment. I was like, perfect. Put these jeans down on the table. Guy behind the counter, the tailor there, I was like, hey man, I need to get these hemmed. He's like, oh yeah? How long do you need? I go, oh, my inseam is 28 inches. And I swear to God, he goes, oh yeah? And over the counter, he just points at my legs, goes, oh yeah. (laughs) Pretty sure you're not supposed to roast the customers off the top. I didn't know you could be a bully and own a sewing machine. I didn't know that. I really spent too often. You guys are a good audience. You're laughers. I don't mean to gunpoint. Sorry. <laughs> You're laughers. I like your style. I got a vent. Let's roll. <laughs> this guy's kind of cool. Some audience members, uh, I guess they could have an apprehension about being on a comedy show for the first time. Some people don't really know how to enjoy a joke in public sometimes. I did a show one time. First joke out of my face. Everyone laughed. Then everyone stopped laughing. And then one man by himself just went like this. Very amusing. <laughs> Like, okay, are you a duke of some sort? Is this medieval times again? This always happens to me. <laughs> That's nice to hear, but how do I explain that to my friends? They'd be like, hey, Eddie, what happened to the show? Well, I got some laughs, got an applause break, <laughs> and I got one regal confirmation. <laughs> I'm a single guy, round of applause, single people like myself. I'm not going to lie to you, some of those claps sounded sad. I, uh... <laughs> There is an app for every type of person out there, no matter where you, who you are culturally. There's a, there's a website called FarmersOnly.com. <laughs> is there a farmer here? <laughs> Throws corn at me? No! Uh, <laughs> farmers meeting other farmers online, which I find a bit interesting in terms of lifestyle choice. It's a bit of a dichotomy, you know? 
you don't really picture farmers meeting each other or using the computer. You'd be like, hey, what do you do? What do I do? Live off the land. Plant seed. Harvest. Oh, cool. How'd you meet your wife? Oh, an algorithm. Uh, <laughs> a geo-based algorithm. You guys know this. If you're a farmer and you're a farmer's only long enough, it slowly becomes Ancestry.com. I, uh... <laughs> you know who they voted for. I, uh... I like that some people are like, aw, we're in Franklin Village. There's many of farmers in this town. <laughs> markets, farmers' markets. I um, meet a lot of weird people in uh, Los Angeles. Sometimes someone will be really weird towards me, and, it, and I don't know what to do. I'll panic, and I usually act in odd ways. Uh, I was in a mall walking towards an elevator. Guy next to me, I don't know this guy, walking towards the elevator as well. I'm about to press the button, and the guy next to me goes, I got it. And he presses the elevator button with a karate kick. I look at him. He looks at me. Five seconds. Complete silence. I didn't know what to do. I panicked, so I just bowed. <laughs> I know who my master is, all right? Best part about that story, guys, I get in the elevator. He doesn't. Like, why would you do it? Just for me? I was like, maybe I'm the only person that can see this dude, right? What a way to find out that I might have a guardian angel that's also a loser. I, uh, <laughs> I don't want the guy protecting me wearing a Billabong t-shirt. You know what I mean? You guys want to hear a sex joke? I don't know why I sound like a really bad... <laughs> I sound like a, a, a really, really bad... Uh, you know, teacher. You guys want to hear a sex joke? No. <laughs> you should be fired. I, uh... <laughs> I, uh... I realized something. Uh, I, I went on a date once with uh, a, lovely, a lovely young lady that was uh, taking sexual studies in college. Here's the thing. If someone's taking sexual studies, uh, be very prepared for whatever answer they may have. They may be very liberated in sex, and you may be caught off guard. Uh, it's a true story. I, uh, at the end of the day, it was going really well. We started talking about sex. I asked her, uh, what's your line? What are the things you won't do? You know, what's your line? So she says to me, she goes, what's my line? First thing off the top of her head, she goes, um, things I won't... <sighs> no penis drills? <laughs> and she explained to me, it's like, you know, like a drill used for carpentry, but instead of a drill bit, a dildo on the end of it. And I was like, <sighs> I was going to say, no biting. I, uh... <laughs> Next time, I should go first. I... <laughs> How much does this happen in your life where you have to dress this on every date? Like, you know, about to have intercourse with someone, they pull it up Black & Decker box, like, not this again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get, uh, let's get brutally honest here. All right, I'm going to get some really honest here. Um, I think comedians, we come up here and we try to be very honest Try to admit something very, very deep that may hurt you, and but you pull, you, you pour it on stage, and it becomes therapeutic. So it took me a long time to get this on stage, but um, I have father issues. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> does anyone have father issues here? <laughs> Just one, one person with an unripped ticket. He was supposed to be here. This is the moment when I realized, that this epiphany moment where I realized I might have 
father issues. I did a show. It was a great show, just like this. And I was, felt good, right? You kind of feel euphoric right after a set. And a 65-year-old man came up to me in the lobby. He was like, hey, you were just on stage, huh? I went, yeah. He's like, you know what? I come to this club often. I'm a tough laugh, but you got it out of me. Great job, son. I like to shake your hand. <laughs> Keep it up. And he walked away. And I was thinking, like, come on, man, seriously? I caught up to him a minute later, tapping the show, like, hey, can you also say you're proud of me, too? Is that cool? <laughs> can you hold me and say, I forgive you? And you call me son, you fucking started it, you know? <laughs> you guys better laugh. That joke took 35 years to make. I, <laughs> you guys are great. Thank you so much, everybody. Keep supporting the show. Benito Sebi. You guys, keep it up for Eddie one more time. <laughs> I did the dumbest I did the dumbest that he was so we just like are right back we're listening and stuff we're backstage and when Eddie was talking I I I did I immediately have already looked up penis drills I did that immediately <laughs> which I think is also fine like you know what They're not not from a shamey place Yes, everybody should get all of their needs met. And whatever they're into should be great. But I was curious, actually from a, like a hardware perspective, because Rhea's the one that fixes everything, and I thought drills go in a circle. So what is the point of that? <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Unless it's like a very ribbed and not in a uniform way dildo then that would be cool and maybe that would make sense but just to if it's you know what I mean if it's smooth so what is a what does a drill do so then I was trying to figure it out because it just goes in, around right Rhea is that you yeah what does that drill what does a drill do <laughs> Does it just go around in a circle? Which part? The part of it that's a drill. I mean, I don't want to drill a hole. There's already one there. <laughs> or two or three. That's what I thought I walked into. Yeah. <laughs> Eddie was talking about penis drills, which I didn't know about. Which is a dildo on the end of a drill. Then I said to you that penis is doing like push ups and running around. That's what I initially thought too, yeah. Exactly, like wind sprints. Yeah, exactly. How would they whistle? From where are they whistling? I know where. I don't like it. Then I was trying to imagine it. So then I looked it up already, Rhea, and then I wasn't ashamed, and I didn't think anybody should be ashamed, but I was, I did immediately turn it off my phone because I was like, oh, I'm going to get so many. Vir Can you get a virus <laughs> <laughs> on your phone? Well, how does a phone work? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's probably somebody in this audience who's even into this. I'm not going to single them out. 
but I just mean, this is not from a shaming perspective. I'm, as a woman, or a person, I'm just wondering. So, I will be doing a lot of research <laughs> to figure it out. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I'm talking about? Do you know what drills, I don't know what they do. I was gonna come out here and be like, that's a wrong thing, you should use a nail gun. <laughs> What does a nail gun do? I know what it does. That would take, you'd have to have so many dildos. <laughs> and then also, are you pulling them out? In between, or are you just adding more? <laughs> really narrow. You got a ton of narrow dildos. Very, very skinny, like a straw. Yeah, I think I'm right about this. <laughs> well, anyway. <laughs> you guys, do, this is one thing I'm just going to say. This has nothing to do with anything. One time I knew I had to break up with a girlfriend because we went to a sex toy store together and there was a, there was a, uh, a kit that said, cast your own dildo. And I was very curious about this kit because... It would seem to me that if you already had a penis, that you would use that penis. So I was like, this is a very interesting product. And I asked the person who ran the store, who is the number one like, demographic that's purchasing this kit? Do you guys, does anyone want to guess? It's pretty, it's pretty interesting and cool. Does anyone want to guess? Number one demographic for Castro and Dildo? Sometimes, I'm sure, yeah. That's right. Military families. Military families. You guys, isn't that amazing? It's like, you know, they go over there and then they see, leave somebody at home to salute. And I think that's very cool. Uh, but I said to my girlfriend, like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like, what an interesting answer. And she said, oh, that kind of cast. I thought it meant, like, in a play. <laughs> so then that's when I knew I had to break up with her because what did she think was in that box? <laughs> if it was a cast your own dildo, like a casting session. Like a tiny sign-in sheet. Like, what did she think was in there? So anyway. You guys, are you ready for another comic? Oh, I knew you would be. This next pal, I have known her for ages. I've known her since back in Chicago, and um, she's awesome. You're going to love her. Let's hear it right now for Renee Godier. Give it up for Renee! <laughs> Hi. Yes, I am Chain Restaurant Hot. Thank you for noticing. Right off the jump. You guys can tell I can get fucked in an Applebee's pretty quick. <laughs> okay? Maybe a husband. Not a big deal. Still not married. Or have a husband. Same thing. Okay. Uh, how's everybody good? Yeah? Uh, I'm so tired. I, I actually just got back from Chicago. Um... I thought I was, here's the thing, I don't, everyone seems to be transplants, right? 
If you ever want to feel like your life is going well and you want to question it, go home. Stay with your brother, his two kids, because they're dicks. They'll take you right down, okay? A nine and an 11-year-old tell you exactly what's going on in your life. I booked a commercial. Thank you, please. Uh, No, please. I was eating nachos silently, which is my strong suit. I didn't speak. I didn't need to. I was telling a story already. And uh, I walk in, and my nephew's like, oh, hey, you were on that commercial, right? And I was like, yeah. He goes, like, you didn't even talk. Just like, quit wasting my fucking time. That's like how we... And I was like, all right. I mean, I knew that, but we didn't have to shout it in the house. Dick. I love him, but he's a dick, and we all know it. Uh, That same night, I was getting dressed to go do a show, and I was wearing overalls because I'm adorable and I know how to wear them. And uh, (laughs) it's true. It's a hard thing to do. I was walking out. Same nephew walks towards me. goes, oh, is that part of your jokes? (laughs) I was like, okay. Come here real quick. I'm going to tell you something. When I kill myself, I want you to know it's because of you. Okay? I'm not going to leave a note. I'm not going to leave a note, but I want you to carry it with you for the rest of your life. You don't know when it's going to happen, so watch yourself. I'm done. I know a lot of people are like, you can't say that to a kid. I don't give a shit anymore. I'm done. Like, I've reached this point in my life. I am just done caring anymore. Like, I've been lying about reading books for years. For years. I don't know what... People will be like, Catcher in the Rye. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I know what you're talking about, but I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm sure I was supposed to read that, and, but I didn't, okay? That's my truth. So same with movies. Have you ever, dri- I, have you ever driven in like a countryside that's kind of creepy? There's always someone who goes, ooh, it's like deliverance. And I'm like, uh-huh, I've never seen it. And I'd rather die than have you explain it to me. So I'm gonna keep... <laughs> I'm going to keep lying. I'm going to keep doing that one. It's exhausting. I'm tired of people wearing fake glasses. Stop it. I have to see. This is a handicap. You have to, you're using those to see. Yes, sir? Okay. See what I'm saying? You're hurting him. You're hurting him and me. It's exhausting. I heard this girl get complimented on her glasses, and she goes, oh, my God, these aren't real. People are just nicer to me when I wear them. And I was like, wow, you can suck my dick. That was, what's wrong with you? That's the equivalent. It's like me wearing, like shuffling around in fake crutches. Like bedazzled, fashionable crutches. Just like, oh my God, these? Oh my God, no, I can totally walk alone. People are just nicer to me when they think I can't. (laughs) That is what it is, and I will fight it to the death. I'm so done with it. Dick pics, snooze fest, no more, don't want them. Stop sending them. It's over. I'm only accepting anal selfies now. That's it. That's all. That's it. Because if you can take a pristine anal selfie, you deserve frivolous sex. You deserve it. Because those are hard to take. A dick pic's like, meh, but it's done. And it's like it doesn't even matter to you anymore. It's just like you're wearing socks, there's Taco Bell, you're in a froggy position. It's like you didn't even try. But to get an anal selfie, I'll tell you what. You deserve it. Seriously. I was making out with a guy. <laughs> just, just reminiscing. Uh, he whispered in my ear, you can touch my dick if you want to. 
And I was like, I know. I'm well aware of what we're doing here. But I've been T-Rexing this makeout the whole night. So I think you should read the signs. Hey, what's, what's with hand jobs? Like, who's doling out hand jobs? They're exhausting. Stop it. That's all guys are asking for now. They're like, you can t-. I know. But you, listen, even if I don't give it to you, when I leave, you can give yourself one with way more passion than anybody else. And I, listen, it's just they're exhausting. My arms hurt. My, and I've waited tables. I get it. I understand it. It's just so dumb. And it also feels like you're creepily whispering in a girl's ear. It's like the romance is gone. Like, or at least go for butt stuff. You know what I mean? Like, go for something. If you're going to be a creep, give it to me. Because I'm not saying yes. Regard- like, regardless, I'm leaving, not doing it. Let me respect you. So a hand job is like for pussies. That was kind of a pun in a weird way. It's true. Like, people are not... <laughs> Like, I work on a, on a show where uh, I see a lot of rappers. That's the truth. That's, that's it. I can't tell you any more than that because it doesn't make sense. But, I see, but there's this swag about these gentlemen, and I don't understand it, but it makes sense. Like, they do innuendo. Sexual innuendo. Everything's sexual innuendo. Right? I, I got new Nikes. Let me give you an example. New Nikes. Guy walks up. He goes, yeah, you like shoes? I was like, I do. I, I, I do like shoes. Like, yeah, you like to walk. I bet you like them. I'm like, what the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> like, I feel violated yet validated. I don't know how to feel. <laughs> yeah, you like LaCroix. It's like, it's LaCroix, but okay. Yeah, you like drinking sparkling water. It's like, what is happening right now? I can't even go to HR with this shit. You're just saying words. I can't even say it. You're just, you're just saying things out of like literally a dictionary. You're like, yeah, you like, you like lamps. Mm. Turn on that light, girl. Turn on that light. It's like, I will. I just don't know why it feels right when you're saying that. Because something crazy happened. I don't know if you guys, this is like my favorite thing that's happened to me so far in my life because I just got a haircut and I shouldn't be getting hit on by rappers because I look like a mom who's going through a divorce. Anyway, <laughs> I, 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 was work, I work on a TV show uh, where you, we have celebrities come out and they fake sing. It's very impressive. And uh, sometimes we have the celebrities come on and they cameo in their own song. Like they'll show up in their own song. And Mace the Rapper... Mace the Rapper was there. And I don't know if you're familiar with Bad Boy for Life. Uh, okay? But I am because I love mediocre raps uh, with a little bit of an 80s sample behind it. It's my thing and I enjoy it. Mace was there. I didn't know Mace was going to look this good to me. He looked good. And he looked at me like, I look good and that's all we needed. And uh, I was wearing a t-shirt that said, holy shit, I love tacos, which could be taken one of two ways. <laughs> if we're being honest. And he was like, I don't even care. I'm going for it. And so he hit on me. He asked me, <laughs> he hit on me. I don't know if you guys, okay. I was wearing glasses, I look way worse than this. And uh, he hit on me. And he goes, you want to come to one of our shows? And I was like, yes. And uh, he was like, all right, give me your information. I was like, okay. And I go, do you want my email? And he's like, nah, you're hot. Did you hear it? Did you hear what he said? I don't know, but I heard it. And I said, uh, 
And he goes, he goes, nah, you're hot. I'll take your phone number. And I was like, holy shit. And when you are a cute girl, but you're not like a sexy backup dancer, like the one I told the story to, um, you want to tell hot people when someone calls you hot because you're like, hey, I know you're hot, but guess who called me hot too? And uh, I told her the story and she goes, oh, he's been hitting on everybody. And I go, yeah, and me. And me. Did you hear me, hot person? And me. Could you imagine if you hit on everybody but me? Now that's murder. I'm Renee. Thank you. Renee Gautier, you guys. Let her hear it. Oh, oh that's the best revenge. I have to bring the next, next comic up, but I do want to say that I uh, ventured into overalls recently as well. Because I got a pair from this like workwear company, and I set them aside and was like, one day, one day I might, I might put those on. And then I like felt into it, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna wear these fucking overalls. Who gives a shit? I'm however old I am, I'm gonna wear these overalls. And so then I was wearing them around the house, and I like built myself. I was like, this looks pretty good, actually. Like, I mean, I do look like an adult toddler, but I like that about it. <laughs> I feel like my buddy all grown up, you know? And that felt good. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna wear this outside of the house. I'm gonna take this bad boy outside. And then Cameron and I were walking down the street and I was feeling real confident about these overalls. And then I heard some noise in the street and I noticed that a vehicle had slowed down and two teens had stopped to take a photograph of me. <laughs> and I was like, Nope, they're going back in the closet. I'm not going to, but these guys are. All right, you guys ready to keep the show going? I'm excited. We have some amazing comics left. This next comic is another friend of the show. We have so many friends on this show. She has an amazing book called Ridiculous, which you have to check out. Please give a warm welcome to Jamie Lee. Jamie Lee, how are you doing? Oh, I'm so good, Rhea. How are awesome. you doing? Your set was so funny. I can't oh, wait for people you. to hear it later when you do it again. Okay, yeah. I loved it so much, and <laughs> I'm sorry for stressing it, all the listeners out, but you'll just have to listen to her again. So uh, you put out an awesome book, Ridiculous. Thank you. Yeah. I love it. Oh, thanks. Fantastic. So, nice. so what are you up to now? Um, well, right now I'm writing on season two of Crashing. Oh, that's which weird. Um, that's great. Yeah, the season finale of season one. Wait, is that right? Yeah. Season finale of season one just premiered. Oh, and awesome. now yes. we're on yes. to season two. That's yeah. great. Yeah. So I'm going to New York for the summer and yeah. Yeah. Should be really fun. That sounds fun. Yeah. It's been really good. It's like yeah. a great room. It's just like four comedians plus Pete. Well, he's also a comedian. But uh, yeah. Plus Pete. Plus Pete. Um, but yeah, it's That's like a small cool. but mighty group. That's cool. Yeah. Small. Our, our room is relatively small or was relatively small. Yeah. Who and do you have? You have all girls, right? Yep. We did That's have awesome. all, all women. Yeah. Um, ladies uh, on the female persuasion, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. And uh, it was really fun. Like, oh, it was a good. lot of talking and not a lot of staying till three or four in the Are morning. Are you guys yet. finished shoot? No, you're we about to start, start shooting, shooting, but yeah. you finished writing. We did finish writing oh, like, nice. last Friday. Oh, that's so great. So, yeah, yeah oh. we're like looking at locations and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh, awesome. I yeah. love the show. So that's oh, great. Thank you. Yeah, it's really good. It. Yeah, that's Jamie, so cool. this is supposed to be about you, not me. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and then, yeah, I'm just trying to figure out the best way to turn my book into a show and oh, yeah, um, that's, yeah. going like the unscripted route 
maybe the scripted route as well. So yeah. that's like a whole process. Ooh, that's fun. Well, it's interesting because it's like I kind of wrote. I definitely wrote a book with like essays and yeah you know personal stories but then there also was like prescriptive pieces which mm. kind of was like mandated by my editor who was yeah. like oh people like take Tell away people and how I was to, like okay yeah. well I don't really feel like I have the authority to give takeaway so now I've kind of written like loosely a guidebook but yeah. I'm not a guide in any way so it's that's like just trying show, to figure Jamie. out I, yeah I know that is the show that's, that's literally that where I'm at. Guide yeah. show and you're like, wait, I don't know how to do I this. I don't know how to do it. Yeah. So, um... Just hire me for your room when you... When you oh, yes, please. <laughs> um, that would be a blast. It would be such a fun addition. Um, but, yeah, so that's that's the bulk of what I'm doing right now. It's just trying to figure that out. That's awesome. Yeah, that it's fun. super fun. And yeah. I can't wait to see the next season. Oh. And see the shows that you've written. That's oh, fantastic. Thanks, friend. Yeah, I absolutely. appreciate it. Thanks so much, Jamie Lee. Okay. Bye. Jamie Lee, you guys. Let's hear it for Jamie Lee. Oh, you guys. You have matching shirts on. Do you know it? Are you friends? Are you strangers of each other? You have the same outfit on. It's cool. It's a nice, cool benefit of where you chose to sit. How was your day? Yeah, what did you do? What do you do for a living? We've talked. I would never forget the Hallmark Channel. I thought you looked familiar. <laughs> okay, so any news? Any new stuff to look forward to? <laughs> Nothing? Are you, what are you working on right now? You guys got your holiday stuff lined up? Oh, great. That's my best stuff. Well, thank you for coming back. Thank you for coordinating your outfit with this stranger. Appreciate it. How are you doing? Yeah. Um, good. What did you do today? I flew from Milwaukee. You. Yes. 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 You flew from Milwaukee like. Uh, how come? Why come? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I thought you looked like you were super here from Milwaukee. I don't mean that in a, I just meant I could tell in your eyes the dedication. I knew you came a day early to see us. You brought your mom? This is the best! Are you also here from Milwaukee? Oh, you guys, and you must know I'm from Chicago, so we are neighbors. Maria's from Akron, so that's all of our stuff. That being said, I was in Milwaukee when? Uh, a couple months ago. Did you go to that show? Were you at that show? Can I ask you a follow-up question? Where are the people in Milwaukee? I was downtown, and I didn't notice them. It was just, there was a, it wasn't a, when there's a sporting event, that's when all the people are there? Like when the brewers are around? I don't know. I'm naming a thing. The Bucks, the, oh, they weren't playing. That's right. We were like right across the street from the Bucks Stadium. They play basketball, yep. as you know. Yeah. <laughs> They're in the playoffs. Yep. When now? Yeah. So, yeah. Is this the current playoffs? Is now? This weekend. Yeah. Really? <laughs> Where's Rhea? Because do you know if the Cleveland Cavaliers are in the playoffs? Yeah, they're the number one seed. They're number one seed. Very good team. Rhea likes them. You might know that. 
she really loves LeBron James. He's a basketball player. He's a basketball player on the team, the Cleveland Cavaliers. And he doesn't play any other sport. So. What do you, you're in town to see a client? What do you, what do, you do? Oh. oh boy, thanks for doing that work. That, er, I think. What is it good to work for a hospital or is it bad? I, I work or, for a third party consulting agency, so it's. So. Some work in progress. Well, number one, I'm proud of you. <laughs> and also, how come your mom is here as well? My, my spouse couldn't make it because she couldn't take off work. Yep. This is cool. This is the nicest story, and I love it so much. Yes! Yes! This is great, but except follow-up. My parents would love to come with me to do my job, and it's a living nightmare. Because I feel like your job has, like, finite hours and stuff like that. They do come sometimes if I'm around they always come when i'm in chicago and sometimes they've come around like they've come to madison with me which is pretty doable (laughs) big madison fan weren't you over there you from madison it's a cool city i like that city a lot i know where the people are they're right downtown um yeah 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 but i think that's very cool and i i think it would also be so have you been to la before you guys no oh first time so you first of all good news is did you just get in today you can actually just turn around. You've already seen everything you need to see. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys, um, enjoy your stay. Uh, may I recommend Griffith Park? I think it's a beautiful place to go hang out. The observatory is an awesome place to hang out. Obviously, you know that from like Charlie's Angels and stuff like that. I don't have to tell you where Full Throttle was shot, but um, I really like it for walking around too. And it's like a beautiful, weird little place to hang out when you're in the city. Yeah, yeah, it's super close to here. In fact, leave the show. Go walk over there now. <laughs> Don't do it. It's too late. It's late at night. You gotta go to the day. You can eat by coyotes. <laughs> Will a lift take you there? Yeah, totally. Uh huh. The lift driver they would take us. I feel like we are opening a whole other. <laughs> well, listen. They are wonderful. You are wonderful. Thank you for coming back. A round of applause for all these people. Oh, this next friend, he has been working on his new Comedy Central show, uh, which is really exciting and wonderful. And um, you're going to see him, and he's going to tell you all about... No, he's not. He's going to tell jokes, you guys. Um, but he's my friend, and I'm really happy to see him. I don't think I've seen him in one year. So let's hear it right now from Mr. Jake Weissman. You guys go to for Jake. Hello, Jake Weissman. How are you? I'm really well. How are you doing? It's That's great. I'm fantastic. It's been so long because you've been working on your show. Last time I saw you, we were working together, and then we had to yeah. go work on other things because yeah, now we we're just... We stuff. work, which we're, is a blessing. Yeah, it's crazy. Terrible, but great. It's fun. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited about your show. Do you want to talk about it briefly for a sure. moment so um, people can get excited about it? Yes, thank you. Uh, I created a show with Matt Ingebretson and Pat Bishop. It's called Corporate, mm-hmm. um, and it's for Comedy Central, and they don't have a release date yet, but it's going to be really great. That's awesome. Also, Lance Reddick from The Wire's in it, 
Ann Dudek is in there, Adam Lustig, Baron Vaughn, Anna Akana, um, and tons of comedians in the scene are in it, yeah. and it's going to be really fun. It's a dark satire. And Jay Fogelness worked on it, Jay too, Jay Fogelness right? worked yeah. on it as well. Heather Ann Campbell wrote for it, so did Kate yeah. Tuline and Ami Gillette. It was really fun. It's going to awesome. be great. Please check it out. Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait to see it. Thanks for talking to me, Jake. I'll talk to you anytime. Great. I'll call you later. Thank you. Jake Wiseman, you guys let him hear it. All right, everybody. We have one more comic left on the show. Are you ready? Yes. She is super funny and a friend of the show. And you may have seen her on Transparent. Please give a warm welcome to Sabrina Jaliz. Yes, 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 yes. I like to be in my bubble with queer people and weirdos and just people that are good and not on the tour that I was on. I was on a tour for one month and I got back yesterday. It was rough and I was touring really small towns and one time I said, are there any feminists here? And literally 1,000 people in a theater in Brantford, Ontario. How many people clapped? One. It's a good guess. Zero. That's a very good guess. Three. The answer is three. She is the winner. The answer is three women that were maybe killed at the end of the show. I don't know. The vibe was very dark, weird. The energy tightened up, and it was just like, felt like it was sort of like, what are you trying to do? Steal our woman? We got laundry to do tomorrow. And it was just like, I want to go home, but I must be a bridge. It's exhausting to be a bridge all day long. People walking on my gay brown back. And it's like, maybe we should just be at the island by ourselves and party for a little bit first. I don't know. What are we going to do? Got to bridge it a little bit and then party a little bit. And then come back to your gay people and be like, can you believe no one clapped? And then feel something. <laughs> feel something. <laughs> I think I have to look at those people like I do my grandmother, who's like Muslim and Pakistani, and like obviously not like, you're gay? Perfect. <laughs> like, <laughs> goody, goody, goody. <laughs> What's interesting, she has Alzheimer's. Stop laughing. She has Alzheimer's, which is devastating and sad, but it peels back sort of the layers of your mind, and she's now in a place like very much sort of like just heart, you know? She's just like heart and a child. And Shauna, my wife and I, babysat her, and it was kind of incredible, you know? Like, we were just like dancing, being like, I don't really care what people say, I don't really watch what them want do. <laughs> just like... <laughs> Dancing to Sean Paul, my Muslim grandmother, just like loving us. It was beautiful. I was making her unlimited tea. Just like teas on teas on teas. And I knew it was like a special thing because every time I boiled the kettle, she would walk towards it like Sean Paul playing in the background. Why was it playing? I don't know. Sometimes we do that. <laughs> she was, would walk to the kettle as the water was boiling and as it would get like more and more boiling, she would say, goody, 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 just like she was putting a fucking spell on the tea. <laughs> and the next morning, my mom called, and she was like, how many teas did you give to Ami? And I was like, unlimited teas, bitch. <laughs> goody, goody, goody. And she was like, well, she peed a lot in her bed. <laughs> Whatever. 
I think that the tightness around sex is like just it's sex in general like sex to begin with straight sex already a misdirect the thing that makes you good at getting sex is the opposite of the thing that makes you good at doing sex that is a fact (laughs) to get sex you have to be like perfect number one human over here credit card perfume I'm a human (laughs) (laughs) just like a European robot (laughs) with a good haircut chiseled jaw to be good at doing sex you have to be like I don't care if shit gets in my mouth (laughs) you're an animal like even to have an orgasm you slip out of human and you're just like (laughs) you might recognize that cum face from season 3 of Transparent episode (laughs) 2 I did do have an orgasm, which was such a pleasure to be cast in the role of grab Gabby Hoffman's hand, put it down your pants, and full throttle come. I've been with my wife for eight years, so when I got that role, just like leaving to go be an actor that morning, just like, I gotta go to work, baby. I gotta go to work today and get paid. So exciting. And then my friends who are in an open relationship were like, why don't you and Shauna like open it up? Like open up that relation. And it's weird because when it comes to homosexuality, I'm like, you don't have to be gay to get it, just accept it. But then when it comes to polyamory, I'm like the Westboro Baptist Church. <laughs> so hypocritical. I'm like, not in my town, faggot! You keep your poly eyes off my wifey thighs. It's like, what is that? That doesn't affect me. That's what homophobia is. It's like this realization of like, yeah, I could do that. It's not necessarily for me. I'm not exploring that, but I recognize that I could. Like for me, Mike Pence making that rule in Indiana that was like in the midst of so much progress, being like, if you don't want gay people to come into your store, you can put a sign on that front window and no gays will come in. I don't come into your restaurant or bakery. It's always bakeries that are angry about gay people. It's always bakeries that are like, we make cakes and we know what God thinks. God hates fags. And it's like, no, you wake up at three in the morning and you stir cake batter. You hate you. Take a fucking nap. I just think that's the gayest thing thing to do when everybody's chill it's like being at a party where like everybody's drinking having fun and like Mike Pence was the one to be like we should make a rule that we don't suck each other's dicks (laughs) someone's gotta put it in writing (laughs) because otherwise what will stop us Okay. Babe. And I think that people don't realize it's like their sexual fluidity is a thing, babe. Like you don't have to just because you think about peeing sometimes, just because you I have dreams where I'm like Nintendo and like every character I'm either fingering or giving hand job to. Just like bum ba bye. Like and it's fun and cool and fine. It doesn't mean I have to divorce my wife and just give hand jobs to Ben and finger women on the street, or does it? Um, (laughs) It's just like you can lay somewhere, you can have thoughts. It's like on the polar side of the spectrum is like the gayest woman you ever did see, just ax and body spray. 
And then on the like other polar is like, I'm a little little lady and I only have penis. <laughs> I mean, clearly I didn't nail that, but <laughs> I'm like somewhere, I'm like over here. Like I enjoy, like I, when I realized I was gay, I realized like how open I was to like, yeah, I could totally find a man attractive. I was at a strip club in Miami, because I'm fucking Pitbull, and there was this beautiful male stripper, gorgeous, looked like Venezuelan Superman, like in little briefs, like dancing, dancing, dancing. And at a certain point, like a cut body transcends gender, you know? You just end up looking at it and you're like, salad's only for me, puppy? And my friend gets me a dance, and this guy starts dancing between my legs. And for the first time, I'm like, I'm like holding his body with like clear heart, you know, full mind, like Friday night lights on his body. <laughs> That's not <laughs> clear heart, full mind. <laughs> full mind is not gonna win. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, he takes my hand and he whispers in my ear, he's like, I'm very attracted to you. And I was like, And he takes my hand and he puts it on his bare dick. Not like the animal, <laughs> Jesus. Not like the revenant. <laughs> I sliced it open and I lived inside it. <laughs> and I was just like holding it and like with an open mind being like, this is beautiful. It got kind of hard because I got it like that. And I'm like holding it the way like Helen Keller learned shapes, you know, just like. <laughs> learned about the vein it's like the vein in Julia Roberts's forehead when she's angry in a movie but on a penis I think we're more similar than we are different is my point someone came up to me after a show once and they're like like they had like the hot goss they're like I heard Helen Keller was a bitch I'm like I'm sorry you're talking about Helen Keller not Kendall Jenner right Helen Keller the woman that was blind in every direction one million years ago. What are you running around being like, I heard Amelia Earhart got lost. <laughs> I'm Sabrina, good night. Sabrina Julius, you guys let her hear it. Yeah, keep it going for Sabrina. And in fact, why don't you keep it going for everybody you saw tonight? Because that is our show. I'm Cameron Esposito. I'm Rhea Butcher. Thank you guys so much for coming. We will see you next, next week. week. Bye, Put guys. your hands together. Put 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 your hands together. Get ready to laugh. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Get ready to clap. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Hey, 
Hey, this is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season three has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, season three is a great jumping on point, and we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Eight nights. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, Jazos. <laughs> Ruler of the Eighth Circle. And that's just the beginning. Season three of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.